ending of that video never gets old. Welcome in, everyone, to the Friday night breakdown going into the National Farm Machinery Show. Shane here with Wyatt, Charles, and Jonathan again. Boys, we have got four more classes to dive into and four fun ones to break down, especially whenever we get into this pro stock class. I cannot wait to jump into that one and talk about it. But we have got 95 limited pros, 62 two-wheel drive, 8,200-pound diesel supers with the 8,000 alcohol super combo, dual the fuels, and then the 10-2 pro stock tractors to round it out. We are going to jump right into it. 95 limited pro, you guys ready? Yep. All right. Charles, you want it? You want me to take it? It'll matter to me. I got notes too, so. We'll just alternate since we both did four ones. <laughs> no sweat. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris Ashelman digging for 11. Region 3 champ, 15 appearances, 5 wins, 13 top 5s, 14 top 10s. It was a good year for the man out of Wisconsin. Yeah, he ran close to home too with constant tractor pullers and uh, pulled it off up there and winning that title as well. Yeah, dude, flat out just ran everywhere this year when it comes to Annie, Wisconsin, even Badger State too, but consistently top three, if not winning it. So, yep. That's going to take us to our next one. Coming out of the ITPA groove, Danny Barker, the Rhapsody, the only blue one being represented in the 4 1 class at uh, the National Farm Machinery Show. He was second in the ITPA group. Uh, that ITPA limited pro stock group, never they're all together. They all, uh, they're one of the toughest groups out there. Yeah, yeah. They, they got some good pieces down there. 618 Motorsports Group, Ryland Helbig, um, Danny Barker, some of the ones that cross over. They got a good group uh, down there. Yeah, the 618 crew. Uh, just, man, I can't even think of all of them that are, whenever they go, they're all there. Yeah. Hopefully, Barker can break a string of bad luck. Um, Past couple of years has just not been his year. I mean, gets no. about 100 foot and it cuts off. So, whatever problem they had before, hopefully he's got that resolved and doesn't happen again. Yep. So, well, next we're going out west. Yep, George Blair and the Cy Outlaw Champ. We already we talked in last night's or yesterday's show or the, the prior one where we're talking about four point ones and how much the Outlaws run and how how hard they run. And how many, just how many nights they've got to do it. Um, I think uh, you claim a title out there, you've certainly earned it. Um, it's it's a war of attrition, but um, you can't lay down because the guys coming right behind you will take it away from you. So, um, yeah, certainly exactly earned out right. there. yeah, this this tractor's got a good history. Came up north, now it's down with Byron. This dude flat out just damn near dominated this class all year. But then Jamie Yaki during the season gave him a run for his money. Nonetheless, still a champ. I mean, can't take away from him. Nope. Yeah. That's going to take us to one of the, uh, the four one teams that probably run everywhere they can run literally all year long. I've, I found three points races that they were in this year. Uh, obviously, talking about the Bowsmas, the special edition. Steve will be behind the wheel of this one. Uh, third in the Nebraska Bush. Uh, points this year, seventh in the Silver Series, but third in the Western Series. Western Series was the one that they paid the most attention to. We know whenever they come down to play, they're coming to win. When 
you need to emphasize more that they run everywhere. I don't know if there's anybody in the country now that runs any more places than the Bowser Brothers. Yeah, I mean, they came down to Hammond, Louisiana last year, all the way from Minnesota. Yeah. They were in Louisiana. They were in Farm Show. They were in ECI, Western Series, Nebraska Bush, anywhere. I mean, anywhere and everywhere. Bowling Green in the Pro Stock class. Yep. There too. And, and they're only going to do more of it when the third one gets done. Mm-hmm. Third one. Yep. Yeah. Oh. There's more to come. Well, that's news to me. Huh. But nonetheless, these guys have been doing this forever since they were in the Super Farm class. They were running everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Next. That's going to take us to Adrian Cox, the Hickory Hooker. Uh, six Western Series runs, second Western Series points, but he won the Silver Series. To be able to juggle those two series and still come out that high, man, you're doing something right. I think this is an early one to be looking out for. Yeah. Just, yes. Um, Hell, anywhere you saw him this past year, he's always in the top. I mean, Western Series or even Excalibur ran in some there too. I mean, this dude runs – Hard. Yep. Yep. So. Up next. Next, we're gonna go to a little bit more of my part of the country. Jared Friedrichs, Wild Buck. Um, this is more or less a redemption year for them. They had a great year. Um, didn't win the points. Got second in Badger State points, but nonetheless, competed in the top. They're always in the top five. Um, couple hiccups here and there, but when when Badger State has consistently 17 tractors that make every hook, that is a tough group of tractors. And you're talking about Myers and John Coots and he'll run against the Bowsma boys and on and on and on. And it's just a gauntlet that he goes through and come out in second place, I'd say, after a year of a war of attrition. Uh, it's going to be good to see him back at the farm show. Yep. So... Next, go back south down to Illinois. Ryland Helbig, the pocket change tractor, is our next one up. They are the ITPA champ. Um, seem to kind of focus their efforts there on the home state, and it paid off. Yeah, it did. Uh, I mean, the four ones have a lot, a lot of hooks for the ITPA throughout the summer. So, I mean, they're kind of up there with the amount of hooks that the Outlaws and the Western Series and all of them have. I mean, they ran strong all year long. Yep, and against against some of the same, they they wind up kind of meeting in the middle where you got the six one eight guys coming up from the south. You got, you know, old and coming across from you know the east side of the state, and then we all know what's on the northwest corner out of Illinois. You just you walk into four one territory everywhere you go. So there you yep. do. Yep. Well, next we we come down to my part of the world once again with uh, Stephen Long and the Pile Tractor four one, the the Center Grove pulling team. I mean, they had a, a pretty solid year in the, the Mid-South circuit. I mean, there again, you're going up, up against some some really strong tractors, you know, go, going back to, to Colby Counts with Dixie Deer. I mean, they were they were battling it out all summer long. Yeah. The, I can't believe this is the first time they've ever been to the National Farm Machinery Show, honestly, as many years as they've been in the pulling. Uh, they finished up second Mid-South points this year, had – like Jonathan said, they battled out with counts all year long. They traded wins back and forth. I'm really excited to see them go, and I'm super uh, happy for them to get their chance to go to the big dance. Oh, yeah, and they um, 
they I guess they only put in for one or at least one got in because they have volunteer deer as well. Yeah. Yeah, they at one point they had three. They had two, four, ones, and then the super farm. But I think they've since sold the super farm, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah, yep. both four ones did very well, finishing top three in points in mid south. I mean, there's yep. nothing to hang your head about if you can finish. No, with both tractors in the top three. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think we're all JP. We're going to be pulling for them to do well in this one to represent oh, yeah. the I mean, south. You always, you always got to pull for for your association. Yeah. Um, up next, it's going to take us to Mr. Jerry Martin, the John Deere 5020 Deer. Uh, five appearances on the Region 3 side, two top fives, five top tens. But he was second in the OSCPA points, uh, light pro and limited pro combo that they run out there right behind uh, Black Top Binder, which is a light pro. So he was the top run for one out of that group. Yeah, this dude, made, he made a surprise appearance at Tom, Wisconsin this sure year. Sure did. Which is kind of crazy, falling in the back of a gooseneck uh, all the way from Ohio to Wisconsin. Um, did well, too. Did very well in Toma. Um, but he likes to mix it up. Running his light pros is tough, especially for, for a 4-1. understand they get the weight, but still the horsepower difference. And he competes very well, though. But Yeah, it really does. Wyatt, we're coming up there to your part of the world, Mr. John Meyer. Junior, probably one of my favorite ones that I get to see whenever I travel up north to Shipshawana every year, whenever they come. Uh, the Meyer Performance R&D Tractor. They were third in the Badger State points. They had two NTPA appearances and had a top five and two top tens. They're going to be ready to go. R&D, and it may look R&D, but that tractor has been gone through a lot. That It runs really hard. Anything the Meyers have, it's always ran hard. Um, hot farms, four ones, um, no slouches anywhere they go. I mean, the Meyer name is synonymous up here in Badger State. Um, I don't know much more you could say about them other than they just flat out compete no matter where they're at. Yep. Charles, who we got coming up next? Uh, we go to the east side of Illinois. Jacob Ole, the Just Add Dirt name, gets revived in the sport of pulling on that beautiful 56 series IH that they run. They did it kind of a different way. They went out and took Region 2 and won that championship with a couple of wins. And then also when when they were closer to home, uh, in between duties on the farm, uh, climbed all the way to number six in ITPA. Yeah, making – I don't know if you call that sporadic appearances based off the amount of folks that they have on ITPA, I would say so. Yeah. And then to round out our four ones on Friday night, McKenzie, is it Trinkline or is it Trinkline? line i think okay yeah the like no other tractor she was second in the excalibur points uh not a rookie coming into farm show she's been there before so i'm sure she'll take what she learned uh last year and apply it to this year oh yeah well now to move to the noisemakers of the session going on the 6200 pound super modified tool drives and start down there with you guys Tim Beatty, Sawmill Express. Um, this truck is becoming no stranger to farm show. It's a great looking truck, great running truck too. Um, Sullivan Power Plant, um, tune at least. But seventh in the NTPA Grand National points. Dustin Mid South running too. It didn't make any appearances on the Champions Tour, but anywhere it went though on the Grand National or Mid South Tour, it was it was up in there. Oh he's, yeah, he's normally dominant. I mean, he, he like you said, he's becoming no stranger. 
He's already yeah. done it. Never he went down to Ocala and won a session down there. So he's starting off the year on the right foot. Uh, yeah. Tim really, uh, him and the Sullivans are pretty close. So typically, whenever uh, they go, that that's where he's going to end up going. Um, strong run truck, nonetheless. But this next one's probably my favorite looking truck out of this group. It's the most interesting looking truck out of all the two wheel drives. Let's just say that Mad Max. Kane family, the runner-up in the NTPA Grash points right behind Donnie Sullivan, the big stick. Um, they had four top fives on the year. Uh, highest finish in the Grand National side was third place, but consistently running well, um, especially if you get 21-plus trucks every hook on the Grand National circuit. Um, nothing to hang your head at. Um, they, they've been climbing the ranks now for a couple of years in the two-wheel drive class. This is the highest they finished. And last year, they were – they were fifth. Now they're second. Um, they, they're going to come guns a-blazing in the farm show. I'm telling you right now. So, Next, we're going to go down to the deep south, south more or less down to Texas. Dustin Corliss, the Texas bullseye. You'll run and tell it as it was called before, but this is part of the Nelson camp. Um, tool drives. T-Bucket um, finished top five in the outlaw circuit points. Um, no stranger to farm show. He was there last year with a new look of the called Texas bullseye. Um, Dustin's a hard run on the outlaw circuit consistently top five. You get a couple tumble, a couple wins this year. Um, you're going to come to farm show. Obviously Donald's been there before with the tool drives and he's got a lot of data. They're going to bring that to Dustin's ride. I feel like Dustin's due here at this, at this event with the truck. I mean, he's, he's got enough seat time in that in freedom hall. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's the one that's painted all purple and everything, right? Yeah, it's it, yeah, it was originally white and black, and now it's uh, purple with some flame western western uh, theme to it. Yeah, that's the one I thought it was. That truck's slick. Mm-hmm. The next one on the list was more. I'm not gonna say shocking, but it's it's a cool name that's now never been there. Take take up space, uh, Deathridge truck running the Excalibur in the Western Series points. Didn't win either one of them, but finished high in both series. Um, that old-school Chevy um, body look, it runs very well. Um, I've never seen it in person. It's going to be cool to see. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I've seen it either. Is he a rookie? Too far? I yeah, I don't know enough about him to know if he is or not. I kind of <sighs> feel like yes. Based off what we know and what we're saying, I feel like he is. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of my thinking. Yeah. Yeah, the only data you could find them is in the Western Series and the Excalibur Series, but other than that, it just doesn't seem like he travels around too much, which a lot of guys don't sometimes, and, but could shake it up very well. Who knows? So, yep. going next to not a, not a new name by any means, but Mayhill and Old Blue. This truck um, – Won the region two points. He had five wins on the season. Went and then won the Ingerly two. Um, Mayhill, not from tires, but when they run the tool drive, it runs very well. He's a guy who understands tires, and he's been a slow for a couple of seasons before getting in the seat of the two wheel drive. So there's a guy. He's a he's well rounded. He definitely understands what it takes to get down a track. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely no slouch. Obviously, knows the tire game by heart. 
Um, who knows? He may have found something that he's got for farm show. He's ready to show everybody up. But next, we're going to go with the champions tour champion, Bethany Nelson, Sweet Revenge. Um, consistent throughout the year, only one win on the champions tour. But Nelson's, like we said on the previous show, th- top three were all their trucks. And if that's not anything to say dominant, I don't know what it is. Um, and then next is another team truck, Jeremy Nelson, the Midnight Gambler. Another top three truck, PPL. Um, this one didn't have any wins, but like like I said, consistently the top doesn't matter which Nelson truck it is. And let's say another Nelson truck. <laughs> yeah, Illinois Nelson to be completely clarified clear. Um, no, J- Jeremy, no stranger to farm show either, and that big Dodge panel band. So. Well, and now we're going to go to a different Nelson, but the Southern Nelson, Mendy Nelson Brown, the little whip, the uh, the final truck out of Texas for the Nel- the Southern Nelsons. Um, she she's been a fat past uh, farm show winner, hasn't she? I believe so. Yeah, in some shape or form. I don't know if she's won it on Saturday night, but I know she's won it. I will so check. I believe in recent history she has. Truck runs very well. In 2022, she's a TPC champion. Yeah, 2022. Okay. She sure did. Um, Outlaw's second place points right behind um, Miller and another bad decisions. Consistently in the top. She's no, uh, she's not afraid to drive this thing at all. She's won this thing twice. She won in 16 as well. That's right. Yep, I forgot that one. Yep. Well, I, 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 far enough. I clicked an extra tab. Pulled up the Hall of Champions while we're on here. Mm-hmm. So, no stranger to this. And the next one, this name is no stranger either. At least the truck. Two-time and Carl Odell. This one's the OSTPA champ. Um, from the website, it says eight wins on the season, which eight wins in two-wheel drive points anywhere you go. That's I would think that'd be rare. That's pretty tough. Have to go back a couple of years, so I think when Russ Nichols was just on a on a shred was maybe the the most recent example. Yeah, that's another thing about this two wheel drive truck class too. We are guaranteed a brand new champion. Yeah. Oh yeah, new champion. It's not a, never a bad thing though. Next one, um, this is I don't know if this one's a farm show rookie either. Russell Phipps, uh. The Cornfield Cruiser Blackout Truck T-Bucket out in Illinois. Um, yeah, we've had discussions amongst ourselves about this one being a rookie to farm machinery show. As far as we can tell, he is. Come from the small block or the, the small mini ranks now on the blown tool drive. Um, yeah, from years past, I don't think he's been there. So maybe a rookie. And if he's a rookie, he's a tough rookie at that. I mean, way yeah. Right. Any point series this year, nothing to hold your head about. And the rumor mill swirling that this could be the last time we see the Cornfield Cruiser blackout. We'll have to see. Next, we got the teaser two on it in our comment section on a show or two. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Next, we're gonna go, as you say, my neighbors, <laughs> RJ Simon in the Dirty Pearl. Um. In the region's three side, I don't know if I've ever seen a more dominant win than when he won Lancaster, Wisconsin, putting 30 feet on the entire field. 
This truck has been a winning truck for years now. Um, whenever RJ drives it, it made its short stint down to Texas when Hunt had it. Now it's back with RJ. Um, fourth in the NTPA Grand National Points. Um, this truck finished highest out of all the Simon trucks, but Simon's and tool drive is kind of synonymous anymore. Doesn't matter which one it is, Dodge, Chevy, or Dirty Pearl. Simon's and pulling in general. Oh, yeah. No matter what class it is. Yeah, clearly. Every time. Yep, round it out. This one I don't get to see a lot, but you guys do. Brian Stevens in the bucket list truck coming out uh, yeah. of the TNT. Yep. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't know if I've got the chance to see this truck run outdoors in person just because of the geographic location of most of the TNT pools being on a different part of the state. But, I mean, two-wheel drive is kind of like the mainstay for that association, right? I mean, it's nothing unusual for them to have 20 two-wheel drive trucks show up to an event. Nope. I don't know where to place him. I really don't. Well, heck, think- 20 entries in two-wheel drive isn't anything out of the ordinary. Yeah, but I don't know. If I can trace the lineage of this truck back, I think this truck stays in Kentucky for all these years. I think this is a former Mattingly truck. Possibly. I'm pretty sure that this was Lone Wolf at one point. I'm not for sure on that part, but I'm pretty sure I can trace this back to being Mattingly. I wouldn't doubt it. No. I wouldn't doubt it either. Not it a bit. No, you want to talk about 22-wheelers not being unusual showing up anywhere just based off the geographic location. That's normally a light-limited super country over there where they are. That's For TNT, it's more about the two-wheelers. Yeah. They have a lot of them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they well, next, do. Next class, there isn't a lot of them, but they're all heavy hitters. Oh, yeah. definitely. The, the duel of the fuels. The 8,200-pound diesel superstock and the 8,000-pound alcohol superstock. Yeah, so I mean, a little bit of history from whenever they combined the class. The first time it ran 2020, we went alcohol. 2022 was the year that all six of them were diesel. And uh, Travis Schlaubach with the bone twister took the win there. And then last year, uh, Josh Blackburn, I think it was the ratio – or not the ratio, but the – Alcohol to diesels was four to two in the finals. For our Again, was, was it five to one? Five to one. No, it was five to one. Yeah, the super was super rooster, and he finished second. Yeah, yeah, because we were the second. Because that's a yeah, we were the second finished diesel. That's how we got to go to Mac Trailer last year. And if you look at the weather, it's usually different every time. Yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be a factor. I mean, last year it was cold, and then um, had the oil spill happen, So, and they restarted the class, and the heat was in the alcohol engine, so it gave them um, even more of a chance to compete. Yep. Who would ever think weather would affect an indoor event? You'd be surprised. Seems, seems yeah. to mess with this class more than any other. Yep. Between yep. them and light super. Well – Kicking us off is no stranger to the game at all. Josh Blackburn, an extremely armed and dangerous. I mean, he was third in Grand National points this season. He had 12 appearances, all top 10 every time. Eight were in the top fives, two wins. He had the, the farm show under his belt in Rockwell. I mean, he's coming back, and I, I guarantee, you know, always one to watch. My question to you guys, when was the last time that Terry was not in the uh, open super stocks? 
I was having the exact same thought as you looking at this. Yep. As I was going through it, uh, I was wondering. I was looking for him. Now, Cheesy, they're Cheesy. Well, Cheesy Blackburn tractors. Grand, they're gonna be in there. Well, yeah. Scary's been the open super stocks, at least the heavy super stock class and farm show for years. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to probably go back to the birth of the nine hundred threes when they started doing them. Like, oh, what, oh six, seven? I think is when these were coming out. Oh yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure. He'll be. I'm pretty sure Terry's pulling in the the 6400 on midday. Yeah. So we were talking about the weather as of right now, February fourth. So after this week, it'll be Farm Show week. Um, it's showing mid 40s right now. Hmm. So long time. Long time. Long time. Yep. Well, this site that I'm using, it normally don't miss. That's what I'm thinking. Well, on to the next one. We have Steve Bird with the lock and load. Third in Grand National points, uh, 14 total appearances, all of which he was within the top 10 and eight top fives. Um, I didn't see any wins uh, on the season for him, but again, another competitive tractor. Oh, yeah. Bird has been around this game a long time. Past champion. Um Last year had a string of rough luck, especially in farm show. That wasn't a great ending to it, but a lot of farm show data with that team. Wouldn't suspect him to do anything bad. At least and when there. it runs, it, it runs. Mm-hmm. They're 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 one of those guys who they know where ten tenths is, so they consistently set it at about nine point seven. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good analogy. Oh yeah. On to the next one. Um, I couldn't find a whole lot on this tractor. Uh, y'all might. I, I got Brad Campbell with maybe. The The only thing I could find on him was second and outlaw points. I mean, I've never seen this tractor in person. I, I don't know don't know anything of it. I don't know if any of us have ever yeah. laid eyes on this not one. Many, not many people do. This is this may be the biggest. I don't mean this in a disparaging way. For Farm Show this year, this might be the biggest ghost tractor of them all because no one knows. Yeah. No. The only man that really would know is Doug Meisinger. Because he ran against him and he was second out all points. This is Doug works with this tractor at least a little bit with parts. Um, before this 2019 was the first year of this tractor and a catastrophic ending in Wisner, Nebraska. This is the first year back out since 2019. Um, it's black IH856. Currently, um, they're up at the dyno with Blackburns right now getting it figured out. So they're going to come at least with a fighting chance. Yeah. 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 So it's another outcome ball. Well, this this takes us to Cody Chiswick with considered armed and dangerous HD. Another another one that's no stranger. He was your Grand National points runner up. Twelve appearance appearances, all twelve top ten and ten top fives. Four wins coming from Fort Recovery, Rockwell, BG, and Enderly. And if me and Shane are right, he took the ring at BG as well. One of the youngest ring winners in history. Um, Cody's taken this class kind of by storm. Obviously, the tractor's no slouch. I mean, the six-cylinder, when they came out with this tractor, it just did nothing but consistently be in the top. Yeah. Um, so it's a good good ride to get into. But yeah. but he's a farm rookie. I mean, he's been there for years watching his, um, watching his dad's tractors run with Terry and Josh, but now he gets a chance to run it. Yep. Was um... – 
we were me and me and Shane went back and forth on this. Was he the rookie of the year? Um, yeah, he should have. Yeah, it would be Cody. Okay, we couldn't. We well, couldn't remember. Hard. We yeah, other than that, I couldn't think of anybody else that'd be a such a rookie. Mm, Mason, Theobald. Close, but uh, yeah, close maybe. Close, but obviously with Cody's success, yeah, kind of stood out. Yeah, yeah. Strong running tractor. I mean, anything Blackburn. Blackburn's alcohol supers. Do what? The Blackburn's and alcohol supers just kind of. Yep. I mean, the one, one and one. Mm-hmm. That'll take us to Neil Gittinger with lessons learned. Two grand national appearances at Fort Recovery, and um, let's see, I think it was it was just Fort Fort Recovery, both of them there. Uh, he got ninth place in both, uh, fifth in PPL points. I mean, the, this lessons learned tractor has been on that track for years. Yeah, the former mining for dollars tractor. I still remember. Never it was mining for dollars. I was young, but uh, the gangers bought it. They were a John Deere diesel super team for. I don't know how many years. I think we were all kind of shocked that they went to a red Alki. Yeah, but, it, was, uh, it was a big move when they did that. Yeah. yeah. I, and we didn't have the social media platform back then to discuss it either. Nope. <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean, they've certainly the first, taken uh, it. One of, if not the first, aluminum frame component tracker that was out there. Yeah. Well, up next we have Jeff Hurt with Running Bear. He was your PPL points champ, two wins with three grand national appearances. Uh, he had one top 10, and it was a top five. Uh, third at the 2023 Farm Show. I mean, what more can you say? This tractor is, is also another one of those alcohols that you have to watch. Well, there's a reason why they call this man Mr. Excitement, because he had a year that I would say is the most roller coaster of them all, especially when it comes to running super stock and mini. Um <laughs> Everybody's seen it when he took took the hood off in uh, Macville's <laughs> and turned it into Frankenstein. Yeah. But that didn't change his performance the rest of the year. He still ran at the top of PPL, and there's a reason why he won the points. Yep. But I mean, Shane talked about the hood incident earlier. Yeah, we did. I'll be, I'll be curious to know if it's painted now. Well, I was wondering that myself. Yeah, it's known as Frankenstein now. You may keep it. Yeah. But it's been working, so I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, there's some superstition involved on that one. I like I mean, it. It, it. He's been doing good ever since, so why change? Yep. Up next, we have Jeff Hotham in fully loaded, second in PPL points with two wins out of six appearances, uh, five top five, five top tens. Three of those were top fives. Comes in with two wins from Benson, North Carolina, and Bowling Green. I mean. Bowling Green is a huge win. Uh, I don't know much about the Benson pool, but I mean, uh, you can't you can't count this one out. No, I mean, I think this year is really a big coming out year for them. You know, yeah. they've been they've been fighting the tractor left and right, and they finally took a step back and said, "Okay, let's get this thing right." Um, in the off season, and they did. Obviously, uh, just uh, revealed a brand new sponsorship. Uh, I can't remember the exact name of the company, but the wrap on it looks absolutely amazing. Oh, and yeah. uh, I'm really excited to see what they do this year. Yeah. I it's mean, a, it, the wrap's like a black hole. It just eats color. It is so cool. Yeah, it is. And yeah. they got the Kubota wrapped with it. Mm-hmm. 
This, oh, really? Uh, this definitely was a year that it was it was a redemption year for Jeff. Obviously, when he had to sit a year out waiting on a motor, um, it was definitely hard on him. But now he's just at his game again. Um, Benson was a good showing for him winning down there. Toma he did very well too. Um, and BG obviously winning there too. It's just it was a good year for him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, you can't count him out. No, not at all. Well, this takes us to one back up to Kentucky, uh, really close to Shane. I mean, we got Brandon Hunt living a dream. Uh, he broke at Chapel Hill. We were all there for that one. Uh, four appearances, four top tens, third at BG. And I think you said y'all got, what, third at the Mac trailers, Shane? Uh, no, we got third on Saturday night at Bowling Green after uh, the turbo let go. Uh, didn't have good luck there at the Mac trailer show either. But uh, he's been working on it. It shows some promise. As long as it holds together, we'll be ready to rock and roll, and we'll be amongst them. Have no doubt about it. Chapel Hill was definitely uh, one to experience. That was on the lighter side of one of of those fires that he's had. Just saying. One nonetheless. (laughs) I've seen him have one like Travis at Chapel Hill before at our hometown pool. And that was never – I was like 11, so – no, your your brother's tractor was showing good promise so after Chapel Hill. When it went when it went to Bowling Green, it it, it showed out very well. That's he, the, he was backing off of it, and then it just finally said, "I'm done for you." Gotta love it. All in the sport. Oh yeah, love it. Love this, it. This takes us to a man who is no stranger to the class, no stranger to the track, Mister Campaign and Super Rooster, Grand National Points champ. 15 appearances, all 15 top 10s, 13 of them top fives. Four wins coming from Fort Recovery, two at Rockwell, and then Bowling Green. I mean, this man, I mean, if he's not first, he's second. Yeah. To say this man had a year is kind of an understatement because Ken's been working at this Grand National title for a couple years now. Uh, Travis has been kind of his kryptonite, obviously. Travis is no slouch either, but Ken's one of the old pros. And it was good to see him win a title. He's been he's just tough. I mean oh, yeah. um only representative of the diesels last year in the finals. And I wouldn't I, w- I would say he's gonna have a good shot of making the finals again this year. Obviously, um he's got a lot of good customers that are in the show too. Ryan Anderson being one of them, Jake Bull. Um the man knows how to make horsepower. Strong running diesel. I mean, I think strong is an understatement at this point. You're still not done the heavy hitters on the diesel side, though. No, I know that's that's what's crazy. It just <laughs> next to, well, that that takes us to Colin Ross with triple bypass, uh, fifth in Grand National points, thirteen appearances, twelve top tens, nine of them top fives, five wins, two at Hutchinson, Chapel Hill, ten, uh, Chapel Hill, Tennessee, Napoleon, Ohio, and the Enderley. I yes. mean, this another heavy hitter. I mean. Uh, of the what's crazy when I was going through this list, I mean, you had back to back to back diesels, and they they're all always up there unless yeah. something. Happens. And I think it's I think it's fair to say that when it comes to this particular event, Colin Ross is pissed. He's coming in with a chip oh, on yeah. his shoulder. Oh yeah, I mean breakage after breakage. Well, yeah. for obvious reasons, we know what happened last year, the year before when he stuffed it in the sand in twenty two, and that's when the six diesels went. That 
he was wanting that title then. He didn't get it. Last year, obviously, didn't get it. Now, he, like you said, he's pissed. And knowing what that thing runs like when he's pissed off, mm-hmm. I think everybody should be scared. Oh, yeah, definitely. I hear the RPMs kind of hit that number. You're kind of like, oh, please don't hit that one, please. As Travis Slava says, it's a there's a fuse on it, and how short the fuse is determined by the driver. And that fuse is going to be pretty short knowing Colin Ross. Oh, definitely. Oh, he's well, going gonna to give it all it'll take. Speaking of Travis Slava, we have him next with Bone Twister. He was fourth in Grand National Points, 13 appearances, 11 top tens, eight of those were top fives, and a win coming from Fort Recovery. I mean, to see him in fourth and Colin in fifth, I mean – I didn't get to watch, you know, a whole lot, but they were they were back and forth for the most part, trying to battle out that that points position. Travis kind of fell back to earth a little bit this year. He the year before, like he literally couldn't do anything wrong, nothing yeah. wrong. This year, he kind of fell back to earth a little bit, but you know, make no mistake, the power is definitely in there. He he'll put it on. He'll put it to. If, if we talked earlier about uh, knowing the, with birds knowing where ten tenths is, he'll put it at nine point seven. Travis and Colin will will shove it in there at eleven, and hope. <laughs> well, if I know yeah. Denny, Healy, if I know Denny Healy on there at ambush, that tractor, knowing how ba- it didn't have a great year, let's be truly honest, blowing oil pans apart and not having a good year. Denny's gonna come just like Colin is, and he's gonna wick that thing up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, the last one of the supers. Mr. John Strickland. The man who won the first duel of the fuels. Yeah. And in the Galat too. I mean, seventh in Grand National points with just ten appearances. Eight were those eight of those were top tens and three top fives. I mean, he, he's always one to watch in this class. I mean, he's been around it. He's been down the track, I mean, countless times. Yeah, and he can drive literally anything. I guess in the back of my mind, the only question mark I've got is how much did the is, is the new light super taken away from prep time on this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, once they got past PRI, I'm sure that this kind of became the focus, wouldn't you? I I would assume so. Yeah. Well, they've also had the mini to focus on too. Yeah, there's there's um, making his debut down in Ocala. By the way, go follow, go find that post on our page. We. Uh, that truck, or not the truck, the mini rod is absolutely gorgeous. And the oh, message wow. is awesome. Love yes. it. The message is fantastic. I do like it a lot. Not a lot. But going back to PRI, I think with it be, the light super being, though, ready after, uh, for PRI, I would say the time was spent on this one, too. Granted, GMS is going to have a lot of other customers running his parts and need needing stuff, too. But it's... I would say that most of the time would go there too. The menu is more or less John and Holtz thing. Brent would be having the super. Yeah. 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 So yeah the probably, probably really not even in the same same building. I'd, I'd say the mini stays in North Carolina. Yeah, I'm pretty sure them and I'm gonna venture to say Singletary and them work kind of closely. I mean they live pretty close to each other. Yeah. Well, obviously coming from Shelton's too, it wouldn't be surprised if any parts come from there too. Yeah. Anyway. All right, well, boys, y'all ready to have some fun with the uh, gauntlet? Yeah, I'm ready. There's going to be some really, really freaking good tractors that go home. This is, I mean, this is the roughest, toughest bunch of pro socks I think we've seen in a while, especially for, you know, a prelim show. This pro stock class, when the list came out, I was 
utterly shocked. This and, this session is murder. Yeah, absolutely. And it's got a good variety of color too. This is the color. I mean, damn, this is like Thanos and the rings having all the power. <laughs> yeah. That was not a reference I was expecting you to make. I'm proud of you for knowing that one, I'll be honest. Hey, it went. Well, you ready to start off? We have Elijah Brown, green with envy. I mean, they were, oh, me. They were, oh, let's see here. I've got it somewhere. I just had it. They were 16th in NTPA points. They had just four appearances, uh, two top two top tens and a, a top five coming out of that. They were at... Toma and Farley, Chapel Hill and Bowling Green. And I don't, did they have breakage at Bowling Green? They're, so on, on Friday night, they were one of the first hooks of the class before the uh, the sled got reset. Okay. It did not sound pretty when it got to the other end of the track. That's and obviously, and Denny, Denny and his wife had other obligations that they had on Saturday, so they couldn't be there anyways. Um, but they just couldn't make it for the second pass on Friday night, at least. But their mainstay was on the PPL championship. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Finished number four over there with no wins. And at the non-sanctioned event at uh, Wagner Motorsports Park after the end of the season, they were there as well. And end of the evening, it's getting to be almost midnight. I mean, the pool's been over a couple of hours. And uh, Ryan Riesink and I are standing around talking with the Masterson crew, and, and they were next pit over, and the tractor was running and running and running. Everybody said, so finally, we just like, what are they doing? We walk over there, and they had the, the boost tubes off of it, um, out of the intercooler into the intake pipe, and it's just water's falling out. And Denny goes, you know why this thing's been popping and banging all summer? I think because we've had a blown core the whole time and didn't know it. So if they, they've got that fixed for this event, this could be a real dark horse to, to take it all. Yeah, Elijah's made his debut jumping into the seat this year too his first appearance was at the polar championship in may uh done very well for himself um charles i'm like you i actually didn't know that that was the issue so yeah, they, didn't, they didn't either until that night yeah <laughs> I, I i hadn't heard that one that was and, if that's, and if that's true that's that is a big one and no in knowing danny that director will run like a banshee oh yeah i mean between the crew, I mean, you got Denny, Sam, and Elijah. I mean, and, and uh, I mean, all the time alternating, and you know, they usually all three do very well. Really, yeah. if you really watch them all, even Eli for his first year out, you can't tell much difference in the in way the they no, start. You can't. Denny has the experience, nonetheless, but still, you just watch them. It's it's yeah, it's minute what the changes yeah. are. Yeah, which is a good thing when it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. As long as we get the wire at the end of the out of the sack at the end of the run, I'll still be happy. Yeah, uh, especially especially in this Friday night class. I mean, it's going to take every little bit of driving that you can do. Yeah, uh, that's going to take us, Mister Mike Connie, the Mac Nasty Tractor, out of Ohio. He had two wins on the NTPA Tour this year: nine top fives, twelve top tens, seventeen appearances. Average finish was six point seven this year. Finished up number three in the Grand National points. And the tracker doesn't seem to know who's driving it. I mean, it at least one of those wins was not his, you know, in the seat of it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he he wasn't at all of them this year, whether was Julia not. was driving or Tate or Carlton. Yep. 
Yep, it it runs. It doesn't matter. They're they're basically identical and they run identical. Yeah. Yep. Up next, we are coming down south to Jackson, Tennessee, to one of the few pro stocks that are left in this part of the country. Uh, Ken Couch, the high cotton. Last time we will see this tractor as a big pro stock. They have already said they are making the change going down to the 5.0 Pro class. And uh, this tractor likes Farm Show more than the other one does. Yeah, I'm excited for it. He's in my top three. Obviously, with how many heavy hitters are in this one, it's gonna be hard. it's gonna be hard. Um, obviously, the tractor does run good, um, but like we said before, this is we're gonna keep going down this list, and it's just a murder's row. Yeah, they like they like to run around the ITPA group, the Grand National group, if they can, and uh, some of the select PPL events like Shides and other ones like that. The next one I'm really excited to see return, though, and I hope they do. We haven't seen them all year long. Um, I'll say they've probably earned the, leg- earned the legendary status moniker yeah. when it comes to pro stock pulling. Talk about Mike Lender and the Lender brothers. I really hope they're there, and I hope they're ready to go. Yeah, they've been around since the 80s. Uh, they've been there, done that. In recent years, they really haven't changed. They didn't run much at all, if, if at all, in 23. But in the last years, they really changed points much, just kind of per hook and go where they want. But um, they're always a threat. Yeah, definitely. I've always loved seeing them at the farm show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Legendary well, status they apply to them. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That's going to take us to... Who me, Mr. Jack Mays with Billet Binder. This tractor has been on the hunt for a win all season. He finally got it in Sandwich. I mean, it, it's always been, you know, it, he, he's been running strong for the most part of the summer. We've been videoing and videoing and videoing, just waiting on this man to get his win. And, and finally, Sandwich provided for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's at least got that win for, for the NTPA. He started out the year very strong for PPL in Nashville, Illinois. And- that was a statement win down there. He, um, the kid could flat out drive. Yes. Yeah, he can. He's got a heck of a teacher too, and his dad. Yep. Heck, him, he himself been a past points champion in 2019 on the PPL side, but that thing is yeah. strong all year. Do you want to talk about two guys that are really fun to conversate with too? Whenever there's about three or four hours before the pool starts. They are fun to just sit around and talk with and tell stories on from all their years in the pro stock class. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I think guys that could talk about years in the pro stock class go to the next Grandview, Indiana. Talk about Kevin Masterson, the River Rat. You don't know. Here's a quarter. You better call somebody. Yeah, I'm excited. PPL points champ. I mean, again, you know, we're going to go through this debate. I guarantee it. You know, with we how we did with Tinker Toy, we're going to get to the <laughs> end. We're all going to pick a pro stock, and everybody's going to want to say River Rat. I mean. Well, it's the Masters. Yeah. We were in Tone, Wisconsin. Go back to the last one, Jack Mays. Jack had the lead. He was a 361 in the yeah, lead. Yeah, was. And we're sitting there. He's like, I don't know how confident I am because we know that River Rat's coming. And about 100 feet when that tractor set in, everyone's like, well, Kevin's gone. Yeah. And that was the first time they've been to Tome in, what, 20 years? 20 years it was in the event total. Yeah. I mean, that was something they really did this year. I mean, if you would have told me coming into the 2023 season that they had never hooked at Chapel Hill, I would have looked at you like you were crazy. 
I didn't know that. And Tinker Toy won it, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But River River Rat is your you know your standing champ. He's I mean he's always got something to prove, and everybody knows he stands on business. Yeah, and well, and you look at where he went this year, and I'm not we're not going to go on this for longest time, but he had a year I don't know if anybody else has ever had in history. He went, he won Louisville, yep. he won the truck show, he won the PPL points title, he won Toma, he won Chapel Hill with Ticker Toy, he they won the belt buckle, they're damn close to the ring at Bowling Green. Um went to the Wagler big money pool at the end of the year and dominated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flat out spanked people. Um Shide, I want to say they really did well at Shide as well. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, because they did well there too. It's like, what couldn't they do wrong? Except yeah. it was a great summer, exactly. But I'm just glad to see him going out and around to these other places too. Yeah, when when they came to Toma, everybody's like, oh, oh, this is gonna get good. Yeah, we had a whole bunch of pros that weekend in Chapel Hill too. You know what? 20, 21 of them. So, yep. Yeah, we did. If only we got to see him two nights instead of one. Yep. We are going to another legendary name, nonetheless, uh, the workhorse. We don't really know who's going to be behind the wheel. Brad Moss is listed, but we don't know if that could change between now and then. I would assume not, but I've, I've been we'll told see. that it's more likely going to be Brad. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, Brad changed his time on the tractor this year. Right. As, um, information could change as this is being recorded before farm show, so and yep. it could happen. Yeah, but we're recording this, this on like the fourth, so we're literally a week away. Yeah, but this tractor though, this is this one's been around. Yep. Yeah, and they're doing that more than once. <laughs> Past champion, yeah. This been there, done that. As you say, yeah. No, there's no junk under the hood. I mean, it's and and Brad probably more so. More so than Rob, really. Brad will treat it like a rental car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go to another one that we all know pretty well. Um, Rhett Parrish. El Nino, the tractor that took the internet by storm a couple of years ago and then ran as well as it looked, taking the win in the preliminary round at the Farm Machinery Show. Um, Red's had a good year. I mean, he's still getting it all figured out, working out some of the bugs sometimes. But other than that, this thing's it's been strong all year long. Uh, finished third in PPL points, just two points behind Tinker Toy. I mean, he was he was battling hard for that one. Uh, yeah. That and it's your other chaos tractor, Charles, aside from Shelton's. And I would not, you know, like he's another one you got to throw it in there. I know everybody wants to pick Masterson in this class, but I mean, you got Red's in there. He, yeah, this conversation can't count yeah. him out. Well, heck, the four that we've just said in a row—not to pick on the top either with Brown, Connie, and Couch, Masterson, Mays, Brad Moss, and Workhorse, and now Rhett, Linder, yeah. Linder. Like we said, this is a murder row in this Friday. Oh, it's, it's a gauntlet. Now, this next one—it's been typically run on Saturday afternoon for I don't know how many years since they've it's had it, but at least the third or fourth year in a row they've been in Saturday afternoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. now they're coming over Friday night. Yeah. Uh, they bounced around, uh, I think, 10th in PPL, 8th in ITPA. They were down in like 13th, I think, with NTPA. 
kind of just went where they wanted to, didn't run chase points, but you know, it's another tractor that it's it's legit. It's always yeah. always a threat. It wakes up and never comes to farm show too. Doesn't matter what's happened all year long. It wakes up and it comes to farm show. Yep. Yeah, Brian did very well there last year. Uh, obviously on the NTPA side here, they didn't have many appearances though. But top ten uh, with a seventh in Toma, third in Chapel Hill, back to back third places in Sandwich, and even the PPL side where they were in there, always in the top three there. So that never never been a slouch when it's been the Pro Stock class. So, well, that's that's going to take us to Mr. Justin Wagler with Real Deer Real Deer Pro up in Indiana. He finished fifth in the the PPL points champion. Uh, I know uh, he finished third in Louisville last year, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It's I mean it's another deer that you just you have to watch out for. Wagler is is no stranger to to the class, no stranger to the track. No, he. It doesn't matter if it's Super Farm, 401, or now Pro Stock. Justin's been on that dirt a lot. Yep. And uh, uh, he finished fifth in Bowling Green, too. Yeah. And Justin's run, run, runs hard every class he's been in. And like we said, another one that's going to be a heavy hitter. It's going to be gunning for the top. So. Well, and then the next one, we're going to go. Up my way a little bit, and this is one of the most unique looking pro stocks out of them all. Craig Wildman, straight out of the line, Kloss. Um, I would say, besides Rhett Parrish's tractor, uh, this would have been one of them that almost broke the internet when they first brought it out. Mm-hmm. Runs hard, Lemke power plant. Wildman's did all the work, and um, it runs really hard all the time. Didn't get out much in the 2023 season. Obviously, after the Polish Championship, it didn't make a reappearance till Highland, Wisconsin. Um, did well there, too, and finished out the season strong. But um, I don't remember what they did at Polish Championship. They, they wounded it somehow. and Yeah. Get back. Yeah. I ne- haven't gotten the story on that one yet. We could ask. But Craig in the seat this year with Robbie was in the seat last year for its debut at Farm Show. But doesn't matter if it's Wildman's or Robbie, all of them can drive. Yep. Yeah, or Lucian Coolers. Or, yeah, or Lucian. <laughs> that always gets me excited. Yep, we're going to go to a guy who's going to put a little extra butter on it whenever he comes out to the track, I'm sure. Russ Yoder out of Indiana with the Minneapolis Moline G1000. Kind of made sporadic appearances throughout the year. Yeah, uh, I mean, Wyatt said, uh, Wyatt said about uh, – Straight out of line, you know, it's a interesting looking tractor. Well, so is Yoder. I mean, the, yeah. the Minneapolis Moline. I mean, it's all. I, I thought it's always looked clean, and he uh, he fin- he pulled a little bit with NTPA this year. He got second in Bowling Green and fifth in Canton. I mean, it's it's another strong running tractor that we're just throwing to the wolves in this gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't make a, an appearance until late in the year. Um, Waiting on parts, different things, but yeah. Russ has always ran really hard. Um, obviously, when he came out, second in Bowling Green, sixth and fifth in Canton, yeah. ninth in Bowling, runs just really hard. So, and it is it is a deer motor, correct? It is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's uh Joel Kingen on this tractor before uh, the Yoders bought it, the full metal mm-hmm. jacket. He switched from uh, the John Deere sheet metal to the Mayapus Moline sheet metal. 
Good job by Carlin's cool. body on that tractor too. And they do some nice. Hey, speaking of Carlin's, have you been paying attention to their social media here lately? Uh, no, but I've heard rumblings. Of what's going on? It's going to look good. I, I, I well, if, if all the other ones they've ever done did, did it should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. But all right, boys. We know well, what time it is. Time for picks. All right. Up to our limited pro. I don't care. I mean, who wants to go first? Draw straws. I don't care. Charles. Okay. Uh, I, I got to go Chris Ashleyman. Okay. Of course. <laughs> of course. That was my number two. Wyatt. Well, there's no rule I can't pick the same thing. I was going to go with Chris Ashman, too, and dig it for a little. Oh, come on. Pick somebody different. Nope. Pick no somebody rule. different. JP? I know why, uh, Shane's next in the rotation here. I don't yeah. think so. Whatever. I'll take Jared Friedrichs. Really? The wild buck. Okay. Yeah. Y'all left him wide open. I'm taking Jacob Old just at dirt. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna move off of Ashleyman. So I'll let I'll let Wyatt have it. I'll take Adrian Cox. Ooh, I was looking at that one too. Okay, really? Yeah, okay. I'll do it. I'll take Adrian Cox. Okay. Sorry, okay. Chris. How about Sorry, this? Chris. Here's the rule: you can't take the same one twice. <laughs> That's. You just made up that rule, whatever, Shane. No, I didn't. Children, children. Tool drives. Obviously, well, it's always a pick them. Everybody's got differing opinions, but. Yep. We'll let you lead this one off there, bud. Obviously, for success of this team, I'm going to go with Bethany Nelson's Sweet Revenge. Dang it. You want me to go or you? You go. I don't know who I'm going to pick. Well, I really am not too sure on who to pick in this one, but I guess I'll stick with uh, Beatty with Sawmill. Okay. Give me – give me Mindy with Lil Whip. Well, since you took Mendy, uh, RJ. <laughs> I like it. Like I said, when he won in Lancaster this year, that was the most dominant tool drive win I've ever seen. So, How many feet did you win that one by? 30 feet. Dewey. Okay. Yeah, he about smoked Brent with the uh, two-wheeler on the camera. So. Oh, I bet that was fun. Well, now it's time for the most... I would say interesting. It's definitely an interesting one. I mean, it's going to go back and forth either way you go. Again, it depends on the weather. I picked the tractor that's still running at 245 feet. Yeah, pretty much. That's a safe bet. That's a very, very safe bet. Oh, man. I'm putting it out there now. I'm not choosing my brother because I'm not being biased. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to run with Mr. Campaign and Super Rooster. 
Give me the diesel. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to pick just because you don't know what the alcohols will do with um, the weather, at least the, in the air. Yeah, yeah. With a cloth mm-hmm. or anything. Diesels are a lot less finicky. This is yeah. this is too, a little more constant, and easier to tune. Who's next? Give me hurt and running bear. I'll go last, Charles. You can go. Oh, gosh. I really want to pick Colin Ross, but I just want to I, – I think Cody Cheesick might surprise everybody. No, it's HD. I'm, I'm going to go with Cody Cheesick. All right. <sighs> Who wants to go first now? Well, why <laughs> I gotta pick my home boy, home state. You gotta go Travis Schlawball. Yeah, saw that coming. I mean, it's just it's one of those toss up classes. I mean, the most right here. Anybody could do this. All of yep. them could single one of them could do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an in all honesty, that's it's another gauntlet class. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes, sir. Well, Shane, you ain't got to go first. I know you set it up this way, so carry on. Go ahead, give me rat. I'll take the one that is not at Dude, the end. Of the oh, <laughs> just go ahead and write river rat down times four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now we'll just pick everything else. Yeah, just look, and just have a, have a second pick. <laughs> I mean, it's it's tinker toy all over again. I mean, if we all had yeah. the option, we would all say river rat. Mm-hmm. But you don't. What I'm suggesting is you may as well say something else. Which is funny. I, mine. I do too. I was actually I actually wasn't gonna pick the rat just because what happened wow. last year he did, he didn't win his preliminary. Justin oh. Wegler did. Yeah. But he still won it all. This is true. But for like I told like I said before, I'm not picking the one that's at the end of the class. I'm picking the one that's early. Yeah. <laughs> And we don't know. No, we're not gonna know. Uh until we get there, we're all gonna look at each other and go, oh yay, or we're gonna go, oh crap. Yeah. Charles or JP who's going next. Uh, it don't matter, Charles. You wanna go? Sure. I kind of alluded to my comments earlier. I'm not gonna sleep on Elijah Brown. Give me green with envy. I like Ooh. it. I love uh I mean, of course I love John Deere. Uh I have nothing bad about Case. Uh Pro Stock is just normally a deer class. Give me Wagler. Not like you farm with green or anything. If if I had to pick something that wasn't green, I'd I'd pick red. Oh yeah. I want I wanted to pick Moss just because I know that tractor just runs well. But being as they don't they've never been in the seat of it. Yeah, yes. He's driven it outdoors, just not indoors. Give me, give me Rage Tramic, young blood. I wondered if that's where you were heading next. Old, old. It, was between, it, it, it crossed my mind. I was gonna go DNR power anyways. It was just either brain yeah, exactly like yeah. which one do you want? Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, that is head on the table. 
there is there is a lot of tra good tractors that are going to go home in this class. And we it's money on the table. We left Lender. We left Alch. We left Mays. It just it really sucks that you can only pick one. All right, give us everybody do a second pick just because of just how Maze I is here. I picked last. I go first. I'm taking Jack. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it can be one that's already been picked. I just, I'm curious. I, I guess it's me. Uh, give me Rhett. I'll go straight out of line. Charles. Oh. F A A F O. You extra butter. I like it. <laughs> Nice. One more call for classes out of them all, at least for sheet metal. Yeah, no joke. Right. Moline, cloth, deer, orange, red. Wow. All your different motor varieties as well. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Well, boys, I don't think there's anything to say about this Friday session, but stacked. Mm -hmm. Straight up. Yeah. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of the Motorsports Almanac. We will be back to go over the Saturday afternoon session. We'll have the 4x4 diesel pickups, the 85 light pros, the light supers, and the 10-2 pros to round out the week. Um, as far as preliminaries go, obviously we can't do a show uh, talking about the finals because we have no way of knowing that. So we will see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe and do whatever you got to do to share this around uh, to your people.